Forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. What's up, Jordan? How you doing today? I'm, I'm riding high, baby. I'm on cloud, <laughs> That's good. Fuck cloud nine. I'm on cloud ten, son. Yeah, did you have am, a good Sunday? I'm up here. It's Mother's Day, bro. It's Mother's Day. I have been drinking mimosas since 11 a.m., we are uh, pushing 7 p.m., uh, so you can already see my cheeks a little rosy. You're probably excited for this one, excited for this episode. How was your Madre Day? What did you guys do for Mother's Day? Uh, Amber and I just chilled at home. We actually watched the Sons of Sam documentary on Netflix, and then no I was watching. Is. It's a new documentary on, on um, the Son of Sam, David Berkowitz, and the conspiracy or f- truth or facts, whatever you want to say, on how a cult was involved in the murders and not just him. And mm. follows uh, Maury Terry, who was the guy who uh, wrote a book about it. It's actually very interesting. It's only four episodes, but it kind of takes a different aspect to the Son of Sam. So in the day where you're supposed to be praising the woman that gave birth to you, you watched a documentary about cult murders. Yeah, that's how Amber and I roll. I also watched a movie about, uh, it's called The Best of the Best from 1989. It's about karate. Um, mm. And it follows, uh, of course, I love my 80s and 90 movies. Yeah, um, yeah. But it follows an American t- karate team who's training to fight the Korean karate team. Mm. Um, so it's kind of one of those action flicks. So you know, I did the text spirit my- of the holiday. It does. I did text my mom. And oh, you sent her a text. Oh, I did. Good. Yes. What a good son. You sent her a text. <laughs> I that's did, sweet yeah. of you. Uh, that's funny. Now, I, uh, I I met up with my parents for brunch with the old brother and his fiance. Um, started drinking and then I went to the to the parents' house. After that, watched the Mariners lose, and uh, it's, it's it actually was a really great day because um, in the past year or so, not to get too deep into detail, but. There's been a slight divide in my family uh, politically Um, uh, because some parents of some people have certain opinions that differ from the others. Right. And like kids Mm -hmm. like my and I'm a 30 year old kid, I guess. But like myself, my brother, my cousins, we don't give a shit, you know, about that stuff. So we're always trying to get the family back together. But we haven't had a family gathering uh, since pre COVID. And we are a family that gets together at the grandparents house for every holiday. So there's Mm -hmm. just been this void. And I've been in Alaska as well. So. Needless to say, the prodigal son returned, uh, got the family back together, and we all went and visited my grandparents' house today all together and got uh, Patron shots 
as a family, <laughs> you know, which is very fitting, very I fitting like for it. the Aerith clan and the and the rest of them. So it was uh, it was the first time we've all been together for a long time. We all uh, overlooked our differences because we all love each other and all agree that all, that's all that matters. So it was a really cool holiday um, and the weather was great. My mom's was happy. I got her some. I got her a Cars record. She just got a, a new record player, so I got her a, a vinyl uh, Cars Greatest Hits and a, and the Jovi self-titled Bon Jovi's first album uh, for Mother's Day. So she was stoked about that. And low key, the Cars are underrated, dude. The Cars have so many bangers that I didn't realize were the Cars. I love the Cars. They we just kept listening to hit after hit after hit, and it's just like, dude, let's go which is mm-hmm. another hit from the cars. So yeah, it was a, it was a great day. Um, but we are not here to talk about moms, oddly enough, or documentaries about cult murders. Oddly enough, uh, no. we are here to talk about Invincible, Robert Kirkman's beautiful comic that got displayed in an epic way on Amazon Prime uh, on the small screen. And we're here to chat about that. And uh, for the beverage today, I actually picked up uh, Immortal IPA. I'm embarrassed because I grabbed Immortal IPA because the name Invincible. I feel like Immortal was fitting. And then, you know, flip through a couple of our episodes. We've done Immortal IPA already. We did it for Immortal Hulk because, of course, we did. So, yes. I have a six pack of IPA in my fridge that is going to be drinking eventually. Um, but I had to call an audible. And so, today, instead of that, we're going to do uh, Rainier Seltzer, which is also in my fridge from this weekend. And without further ado, let's go to that beverage break. JR, can I ask you something? You may always ask me something, Jordan. What is the flavor profile of a Huckleberry to you? What does a Huckleberry taste like? To me, it it always seemed sweet. But okay. it always had, like, if you get Huckleberry jam, you know, it, it had a lot of seeds and stuff like that. But sweets kind of... Um, not 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 such a sharp sugar taste as you'd get from like strawberry jelly or something like that. More of a, or I guess, if I could describe it, more of a round, you know, kind of taste to uh, to sugar, but very more very balanced sweetness. Yeah, yeah. Not okay. you're not getting such a, a sugar high, you know. Yeah. You're getting okay, more that... of a, a, a equal taste of it. That's that's pretty that's pretty good because I I honestly whenever I see huckleberry I I reach for it. Because I think yeah. it's just a unique berry, obviously. It's not the most prominent of the berry kingdom, if that's a thing. And I've never really identified in my head what I expect when I taste huckleberry. I just like, oh, it's huckleberry. That sounds fun. And then this tastes good. But I've never like broken down, what is a huckleberry? And Rainier Seltzer has a huckleberry, and it looks like a blueberry, right? It's a blue it can. It does look has, like a berry. It has the blueberries on there. And it is like liquid candy. I mean, really? in the best in the best way, not not overly sweet. Don't get me wrong. It just tastes it tastes like a blue raspberry Slurpee, but it's a liquid seltzer, and it's just it's one of my favorite flavors. And I did not expect that from a Huckleberry. I mean, it's definitely it's got like a little sweet and sour to it, and it's got like that tartness is there. Like when I expect Huckleberry, I think tart. Uh, for some reason, but you think sweet, so maybe I just didn't recognize. And I, and and I think if you look it up, there are different colored huckleberries. There's red and there's blue, and mm-hmm. the red ones have more tart to them, and the blue ones historically are more sweet. So this one's a blue one, 
and it just says Huckleberry, but it is literally like uh, like blue raspberry. I would always joke because it's not a fruit. Obviously, there's no such thing as a blue raspberry. It's just basically like, what's that taste like? Oh, it's blue. Uh, what's your favorite Powerade? Oh, I love blue or I love green. You know, it's never like, oh, I love <laughs> the fruit behind the flavor. It's just the color. Yeah. And that's what I always thought of with blue raspberry flavored things. But this is literally a blue Huckleberry flavored seltzer, and it tastes like blue raspberry. And it is just... I would highly recommend it. It is 4.6%, so not quite the five you'll get from other seltzers, but 90 calories, zero grams of sugar still, only one gram of carbs. There are 30 milligrams of sodium. I know some of the seltzers out there on the market don't have any sodium, so you got to bite your bullet a little bit there. But from a flavor profile, Rainier is new to the market, and I think they're going to start sweeping the market here, at least in the Pacific Northwest, because that's where Rainier is most prominent. Yeah. This is a seltzer to try. I was going to say, like, at least if you're a Rainier's fan, like, and I'm not, like, I'm, like, I've had Rainier beer, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for this, because there are a lot of Rainier drinkers out here. There's a lot of local uh, hipster They live and die by Rainier, and it always tastes like uh, piss water to me, uh, the regular beer. But now that you've got another flavor out there, I feel like our our local hipsters, or Washingtonians, um... Hipsters won't dive on this because it's too it's too mainstream. The seltzer, it's too the mainstream. seltzer okay. run is too mainstream. They're not gonna they're not gonna dabble with a seltzer when they can get <laughs> a, a lukewarm Rainier light beer and a shot of cheap bourbon because that's the hipster go to. Um, that's gross. But don't even get me wrong; they have more flavors too. They got apple right here with the with the Ranier, and then they got this lemon, and it's the best lemon flavored seltzer I've ever tried. It's literally like oh. lemonade. And I might have I'm to just, try those. I'm just telling you, man, if you want to dabble in the seltzer arena and Rainier's an option, which it isn't everywhere, it's a new, it's newer to the shelves, try these out. You will not be disappointed. So that's my soapbox. I'm off it. But Rainier, you've done well. Your beer, I'm not a big fan of, but your seltzers, giddy up. So that's our beverage breakdown. That's our beverage breakdown right there. Absolutely. So let's get into <laughs> Invincible. And just to preface, we did not read the comic. We'll be honest. No. We didn't read the comic. We watched the show. And honestly, I think we kind of stumbled in this show. I remember I was watching it. I was looking for something to watch a couple weeks back, um, probably about a month ago now. And I saw Invincible. And I thought it was Seth Meyers' cartoon, which I think is called The Awesomes. Uh, but it was, it looked very similar visually, which was like a comedic kind of cartoony superhero show that I did give a shot. Wasn't a huge fan of, so I was like, ah, but then I realized it wasn't that show. So I'm going to give this a shot. It was all on Amazon prime kind of marketed and goddamn, I was hooked. And I think I hit you up JR to see if you've seen it. Is that, is that how it went? It did. And, uh, it's kind of interesting because this book and like, I, I mean, we're going to admit right here, obviously, we did not read, like we said, we didn't read anything of it. I have not read I, anything of Invincible. I skipped that book altogether, saw it on the shelf, just was not interested. I just, you know, um, came out, you know, 2003, and I wasn't buying comic books by then. I mean, I was still in high school, and so I had no money for comics, obviously, but, you know, by the time I started reading comics, you're you're talking, you know, four years in, five years in and uh or comics again um and who wants to start a run you know 
that's five, you know, four or five years in. So I, I think I, I took a pass on that. And I think with the show, I had the same thing as you did. I was like, I'm not quite interested in a cartoon right now that doesn't look great. Looks sap, looks sappy to me, you know, look a little kids for sure. Um, and I think we were watching, uh, WandaVision and there was some other content out there that was just much more hyped up. And I think that's what we were on. So I think we, we didn't catch on this invincible train right away. So, you know, I think I was like a couple episodes in by the time you asked me, um, but I had just started and I think I had watched two in a row. So, yeah, yeah. We were kind of like, this was our sideshow as we were going, doing our, like, we had our main piece, which was yeah. WandaVision, and then Falcon Winter Soldier. This was our side piece. This was our girl that was like, <laughs> we were keeping to the side, like, hey, like, you're cool, like, we'll chat and everything, but like, this is my main girl. And then it slowly blossomed, at least in my mind, into what I wanted to watch the most out of out of a lot of these shows. And uh, the finale just dropped a couple weeks back, and they announced they're dropping seasons two and three already have been guaranteed three seasons for good reason. Um, and it's obviously from Robert Kirkman, uh, wrote the comic, who's also wrote Walking Dead. So he's got a, he's got a quite impressive background. Um, what can you tell the listeners about Invincible before we actually dive into the show? What do you know about it? The one thing I know about it is, you know, I, I had to ask, um, I have a very nice comic book source at our local comic book store, Action City. It's Marty there. And this guy has read everything. Um, and he, he's admitted that he has... He hasn't read this either, but you know we we get the uh, chance to kind of peek through books all the time, and um, I do know that it was 144 issues of comic books. I do know it started in 2003 and it ended in 2018. Fifteen I, years. Fifteen Jesus. years for 144 comics. So run, I mean, dude. that is a run. Um, there might have been some big gaps in there, you know. Um, I think it's for like Amazing Spider-Man, you get through hundred in like two or three years or something like that. Um, so, uh, you know, definitely is is a much, uh, you know, it's a great for being an independent comic. It's published by Image Comics. Um, we I love do know our that image. I, we do love our image. Um, I do know that the I had been going and I had been seeing this on the shelves as a hardcover book or a uh, trade paperback um for years i mean the book just sat there for years and i know that they've sold over a hundred thousand copies in this last 30 days of the first volume so people can kind of get on the on this band so on this bandwagon so i know that there it's a it's a um it is a gruesome comic book i mean we're kind of talking about some of the scenes down the line I'm intrigued to read them. Um, again, Marty and I like to skip and look around because we love. <laughs> we're kind of like kids in that fact. We just, let's just go like to, to like to hold hands and skip down the sidewalk. Is that what you guys? Yeah, we're just do? like let's just see what's this in down. You know, in issue twenty four, whatever. You know, so. Um, but that, that's all I know. I mean, I've got a lot of research to do on this. I mean, I, like I said, there's 144 issues and, um. There's some cool characters. I'm very interested in in Omni Man. Um, I'm very interested in uh, the Guardians of the Globe. You know how that <laughs> works out. Um, and I'm very interested in 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 talking to some of the voice actors in this show too. So we're gonna try. We're gonna work our way to them. Yeah, and there is. I mean, holy smokes! If you talk about talent, 
on a roster, just some of the voice actors on this on the squad. So Mark Grayson is the main character. He's voiced by Stephen Yoon or Yen. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't know how you pronounce it. He's obviously Glenn from The Walking Stephen Dead, Yoon. which is okay. Yoon, that's a connection yep. to Robert Kirkman right there. Sandra Oh is Debbie Grayson, Mark's mother. J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons plays Nolan Grayson, Mark's father. You have. Gillian Jacobs, who is Adam Eve, who is kind of not really kind of a love interest, but uh, not really. And she is obviously from Community and a lot of other great stuff. Uh, Jason Manzukis is Rex Blode. You have Seth Rogen, who plays a brief character in Alan the Alien. You have John Hamm. You just have all these huge names. Mark Hamill is in here because obviously there's a Spock's voice in here. Huh? Zachary Mark Pinto. Hamill. Yeah, Spock is in here. I mean, Jesus, the list the list goes on of the talent on this roster. And so they did it big when they busted this comic out. And for a synopsis of the show or the comic, as far as I know, season one, I guess I would say it's a story about heroes exist. They're acknowledged. People are aware of them in this world. Omni-Man is one of the most prominent, but he is a member of the Guardians of the Globe, and he is from, essentially, another planet, which he's basically the Superman. Uh, the Superman this... or uh, Homelander, I guess, is a better... I've seen a, a bunch of yes. comparisons to Homelander. Just... Yeah, I mean, from a from a, from a a style standpoint, this is very, very parallel with the boys. I mean, it's, yep. it, it looks, it looks kiddie from a cartoon animation standpoint. It's not. Yes. <laughs> It's definitely not. Yeah. Um, this is very similar <laughs> to the boys. It's also it's also kind of similar to Kick Ass. I would say like the boys alienizes heroes. It makes the heroes yeah. the bad guys and the vigilantes the good guys. Uh Kick Ass, there's not really superpowers, but the brutality of both of those is definitely prominent in this, and they do still glamorize heroes. It's just that there's a misunderstanding with you know, some of the backgrounds of the heroes, which is, is kind of makes the story interesting. But basically, yeah. Mark Grayson is a teenage kid who his dad is Omni-Man, who's like the most powerful hero in the galaxy. He's Superman, essentially, of the Guardians of the Globe. And he doesn't have his powers yet. And he's his, waiting his for mom's them to human, kick in. His mom's human, though, right? So we got his mom is Sandra Oh, and she's yes. human part. So that's why he yes, doesn't he have is, powers right away. He is part human. His dad is Vult, Voltrium? Vult, what, where's Yes. What's, I think that's right, Voltrium. I think that is exactly the way it's pronounced. Um, so, starts with a V. Um, so he's from another planet, and he is – so, yeah, Mark is half human, half, uh, you know, Vulcan or whatever the hell it's called. And <laughs> he uh, is waiting Viltr- for his powers Viltrumite. to come. <laughs> Viltrumite. Viltrumite. Oh, I was close. Uh, <laughs> veg- close. So he's part Vegemite, and he wants <laughs> to be his dad, and he wants to have these powers. And – they haven't kicked in yet, and and it, and you kind of see this uneasiness in his dad, uh, who's waiting for his son's powers to kick in. It's like, oh, have they come in yet? No, they haven't. Okay, don't worry, they'll. He's kind of rude about it. Yeah, he's just like kind of standoffish, and it's interesting. And eventually, the powers kick in. Uh, as he's taking the trash out, he's going to throw it in a dumpster, and he throws it like seventy miles in the sky, and he's like, oh shit, sweet, I got my powers, <laughs> and he's stoked. He's stoked he has his powers. He goes back home. His mom's stoked. His mom's stoked for him. His mom knows that he was going to have powers eventually. His dad's not that stoked. And you don't really know why. And the story kind of goes on from there as to why his dad's not stoked that his son has powers. And his dad starts doing some odd things. Um, And there's going to be spoilers coming in this episode. So if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. There's eight episodes. They're about 45 to an hour. You're not going to regret it. But there's going to be spoilers, so 
JR, why is his dad, why is Nolan not stoked that Mark has gotten his powers? Or why does he not seem to be proud or excited? Well, so there's a bit of a um, controversy, a civil war going on in his mind, as I would, you know, can say. I'm just mm, projecting like here. And yeah. I think the as the story goes on, you, you realize that Omni-Man or Nolan, um, J.K. Simmons, uh, has come to Earth not in what he said he was coming to Earth for. You know, mm. he came to Earth to uh, dominate, and Viltrumites are a brutal race. Um, basically, if you consider them Kryptonites, you know, from Krypton, Superman, sure. except for they were much, and General uh, Zog took over, and that's who they were, and they dominated, and they. In fact, their race, they f took out the weakest so the strongest can, can rule, and they traveled the universe control. And so he, I, I think his his issue is now his son, he was waiting for this. He'd come in to, to, to grow uh, an offspring to help take care of Earth and take out the weakest. And he took out the, um, at that point, you're seeing him take out the guardians of the globe in a much, which... At that point, the car, I guess the show had been very PC, right? Very ordinary, very, you know. Yeah, it starts normal. off very, like, kid-friendly, kind of like yeah. cartoon book. Okay, this is going to go through a superhero little lore, and then it just ends with a dark twist. Right, which I think for us, who didn't read the book, we're, like, gasping. When I was caught the, off guard. Yeah, I definitely was. Like, I, I just was, like... I, I just remember gasping sitting at the kitchen table and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, how yeah, did well, I? When they describe it up front, when Nolan comes to this planet, they, he describes it as like when you get to a certain point in, in your in your age or in your status, you get sent to another planet to be the, the caretaker, essentially. Right. So he, he sells it as he came to Earth to take care and watch over the planet as the guardian, like Superman. Sort of like Superman, yeah. And exactly. he met he met uh, Sandra O's character Debbie, and he fell in love and had a kid like Superman met you know Lois, Lois Lane, Lane and legit is very similar, but that's not at all what was supposed to happen. He was coming here no. to scout the planet and essentially take it over for domination. And what happened is he fell in love in that process. Sure, he looked good. Yeah. You know what are you gonna do about that? And he. Turn it's interesting because you're right. They do in their historically in their race, they they you know eliminated the weak, you know, they thinned out the herd. And in this story, in Earth's status, that he took out the strongest, he took out the guardians of the globe, and he brutally murders the guardians of the globe who were his partners, his peers. He was a member of this super team. It was like if Superman went to the Justice League and just broke. Aquaman's neck and then ripped Batman in half and like punched through, you know, Wonder Woman's face. And like, it's, it's, it's not like over exaggerating at all. He does terrible, brutal things to these people. And he does that so they wouldn't get in his way, I would imagine, of, you know, global domination. So it was definitely like, and that happens very early on. Uh, if you've uh, not already seen it, you know that. And it was def that's when I that's what hooked me in. That's when I was like, okay, here we go, giddy up. This is a real a real show. Yeah, and it's they kind of like 
it, they don't exactly at that point give you everything. You're just like, why is he doing this? Like, oh, this they hold is, out for the yeah. whole season. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just you're you're wondering, okay, it's something sinister, obviously, because now his eyes and his facial uh, yep. were drawn completely different. And said before, he looked like a like a wholesome dad, you know, um, just protecting. And if his we family. can, for the ones that haven't watched it and just listening, he also fainted after the murders from pure exhaustion because he got his ass kicked. I mean, they, the Guardians yeah. fought; they fought back, and they Omni Man's the most powerful being. But they worked him to a point where he was exhausted. So when, you know, the secret agency came, they thought that he was a victim as well. And turns right. out he was not. Right. And that's, um, I mean, he, it was intense. It was an intense fight. I mean, like I said, it was, the, the way they've drawn this too is, I mean, you see blood and guts everywhere. I mean, it's just oh everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Blaine's, I mean, he squishes heads. I mean, he pulls hearts out. I mean, um. It's actually an intense, tense scene, and I, I from there, just the whole. Now you, I think they set the tone for the show, and now you're like, okay, every episode there's going to be something of that matter, and um, and I all all this is not known to Invincible, uh, Mark Grayson. Correct. He's, he's, he he wants to be his dad. He thinks his yeah. dad's the best. Yeah. So he he's trying to he's trying to work himself up to be like his dad and trying to be this, you know. Um, invincible and the one thing i love about this show is and i was just kind of glancing through the book and I, it didn't look like they did this but when he's about to say his name in the intro they give you the title you know yes. like i'm invincible which was i thought was very very fun to watch and it, it's always mid-sentence it's always yeah. like to 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 accomplish that you'd have to be and then it just cuts invincible and it has yeah, like yeah, one yeah, splatter yeah. like i loved how they would slide that in and it would be at random times in the first episode I'm pretty sure the title screen doesn't come in until like 15 minutes into the show. Right. You, you Like it's forever. Like at it's, least, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe even like longer than that. Cause he has, he waits till he comes up with his name. So maybe it's like three quarter, two, two thirds. Almost in. at the end. I would, yeah, I mean, he didn't because he had some weird names or something at first. And then, yeah, he had to like, he fights the costume. rock, the gangster guy and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, so it's probably towards the end. So they really, really like pulled you in. And, um, I think they did a really good job with the story on this. Um, and adapting. I mean, like I said, I haven't read it. Just kind of glanced through some stuff, and it looks pretty, pretty clean, pretty close to what the story is. Except for they added some production value in it. Um, and it's really hard to say production value in an animated series, but they really did a good job with roping you in the the story. You know. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. And one one thing that comes into play after. I mean, it comes into play early in the show, but really comes prominent after the murders is uh, Cecil's character who is essentially the leader of the shield. Uh, if, if uh, there was a shield and he's like the one yep. that kind of keeps the guardians of the globe intact in and is like the Nick Fury uh, kind of guy. And I, he's played by Walter Goggins who is, you know, justified. He is uh, the, uh, what's that new show with John Goodman um, and Adam. Oh, I don't know. John Goodman. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, uh, where they're like the big power church show. He's Walter Goggins is in that as well. He's in a lot of stuff, um, but he does such a good job as Cecil. And Cecil is he's the he's the Nick Fury. He's this old, ragged, you know, like wise, got scars on his face. He doesn't have any powers, but he has a teleport ability, so mm-hmm. he can be anywhere. All of his all of his agents can be invisible whenever, so they could be in the house listening to you. Like he he does have his edge, and he definitely is on to Omni Man from the start. And 
I thought his role was so grounded and it made us so it made it so like you just fell for him because he was he was a part of he he trusted Nolan in the beginning and he was close with Nolan and he was very close with Debbie obviously like they they had a lot of dialogue and he had to cross a lot of his personal morals and lines you know to get to the answer and and be kind of heartless and it was I thought he did a really good job yeah I um there's a scene it's close to the end where he's obviously him and uh uh you know, uh, Invincible figures out what's going on with his dad. Like, you know, there's the, the government knows now, you know, everybody's figured out what he did. And there's a scene where he's like beating the shit out of Invincible. And he comes back, has a flashback and just watching his son play baseball. And mm-hmm. uh, Debbie's like, come, you got to come enjoy it. Enjoy, like praise your son even if it's just a five-year-old on a game you know it's not about just him playing baseball it's it's about being a parent and enjoy and he comes back to that and it like changes his little aspects so there is that struggle that he has within and he had he learned and i think that's what happens when you go undercover because that's what he did is he went undercover and he got sucked into the game and came Mm -hmm. emotionally involved with his uh i guess his uh i don't know potential victims i mean his potential you know what he was trying to do and uh, i thought that was always humankind's thing though whenever there's an ultimate powerful being the only power we have is the power of heart and love yeah you know like that's always our like our out it's like well this guy could wipe the fucking planet through and through but uh humans have love so right maybe that will weaken him a little bit like and Thanos never fell for that but Thanos came victim to heart because, you know, they all rallied behind Cap. So, yeah, I, I think that was a really cool scene when he's at the baseball game because it's not about how hard he hits the ball or how if he hits a home run or if he's a superhero. It's about him having that first experience for the first time and experiencing it through him, you know? Yeah. That's, that's all about – that's what parenthood is. So I'm right. told. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have no. If you're if you're listening and that's wrong, then let us know. But that's you know that's everything I've been told, and 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 it makes sense. You know, it's like when I have Marcy going to the park, like the park for the first time. I throw her a ball, and she's just the most excited little pup in the mm-hmm. world. That makes me excited. It makes me happy. You know, like yeah, yeah, I get that. And he and he, he as powerful as he is, he he has a heart in him, and he fell victim to that. Yeah, um, he, he changed, and he's like I don't know how old he is because I don't think he said, but he's like immortal basically. He's in, and, yeah, he's invincible. And so um, he was telling, you know, his son, you know, invincible. That why do you care? You're gonna outlive all these people. Like you, you should join me in this chaos to take over this planet. You know, like we're gonna take over. It's inevitable. But yeah. you're fighting, and he's like, because they're my friends and they're my family. Yeah, I mean, and the the brutal part of that is everything is recorded. So Cecil's team has cameras and audio everywhere. And so Debbie is with Cecil, Nolan's wife and Mark's mom, watching this dialogue happen between Nolan and Mark. And Nolan's just telling Mark, hey, and Mark's like, what about mom? What about your wife? What about the woman that you love? I know you love her. He's like, I did, but she's going to die. And I'm, she's a speck of dust in my timeline. Like, yeah, yeah. She's, she's just means for existence now. Like, and, and to be Debbie in that scenario and just seeing your, the man that you bore his child and you're in love with him telling you, you're just, 
very temporary. Like in like I'm talking about like a blip temporary and to have that hit you so hard, but also on the flip side to have your son who has the same gifts as your husband fight back for you because of how much he loves you. Like that, that was such an interesting scene to me because she is obviously just distraught, but her son is taking everything that his dad, his hero is advising him on and still fighting against it, which I honestly can't say I would be able to do. That's so hard to be in that situation where the man that you've idolized is telling you all of these things that are damn near factual, but they're dark and they're hard hearted. And he's able to say, but you're wrong because I love my mom. Mm-hmm. That was it's intense. As shit. It's intense in an animated show. That's how intense that was. I can't think of the last time I watched an animated show where I was like, it was so in- intriguing and so, you know, just so meaningful in the scripts, in the writing and the, um, the, the action. I mean, I, I was watching this, uh, review on it and, you know, they, I, I felt like they got it wrong, you know, and it, and they were talking about how, you know, kind of a lore in the beginning, kind of this trope of superheroes we're having now. And, and now, you know, they, they kind of, uh, the action kind of takes over. And I, I felt like they're missed, you know, a lot of the, the deep, deep writing. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's all kinds of love stories. I feel like it follows many characters in this show, you know, very I mean, well too. Yeah. I think, um, and there's a, a scene where, uh, uh, Mark's friends who who's ha- happens to be gay and he meets a guy in college and oh that goes to college and he gets turned into this zombie robot who is mm-hmm. uh by the way created by this doctor who is uh Ezra you know uh Ezra Miller Ezra Miller is the voice of him oh I didn't know that Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ I hit him up I hit him up I'm like Ezra you gotta jump on of course you know, he's, <laughs> he's too fast right now like he's his he's, he's has to get out of the the time warp or whatever you know the flash so yeah, he, you know yeah. he doesn't have time for us right now but um he'll get there but uh you know he'll, he'll come around and, and there's it's the just kind of a sad element you know like because it's like new love and it got ended before it it got started and i think that's that happens you know actually it could happen in real life you know you you miss maybe the love of your life or something changes but i mean so there's like relationship stuff in this. I mean, yeah, you got action. Yeah, you've got brutal violence. Yeah, you've got you know um, the up and coming superhero learning. But I also feel like they they kind of walked you through a lot of relationships, and that feels like a comic book series to me because that's exactly how comic books do. They walk you through those relationships and from different angles and different characters. Hundred percent. And what's unique mm-hmm. about Invincible, I would say, is that it didn't start with one character's backstory and then the sequels built off that it started with a it yeah. started with multiple like a super team like yeah. you have so many characters you have to build up from step one like you have obviously invincible mark grayson but then you have adam eve who is the you know popular pretty chick in high school but she's also a savage superhero mm-hmm. and she is trying to figure out what she wants to do because she doesn't want to follow this footsteps that her dad wants her to follow or her mom she wants to be her own person and she's dating rex splode who's voiced by jason manzoukas <laughs> who is the best just the best jason manzoukas and everything is the best but rex splode is hilariously terrible of a person and i mean 
and and there there is some bad blood there. Then you have Monster Girl, and you have Robot, who's voiced by Spock, and like these characters are so unique and well built. And that, mm-hmm. if you listen to any of our previous episodes, you know how important character development is to me personally. And I think they just crushed it out of the park in this, and it makes me want to read the comics so badly because I imagine there's so much more depth to all these characters. But at the same time, I agree. I like how well they casted the voices that I don't know if I want to look at them in a different light. Cause, cause you know, whenever there's a, tra- uh, adaptation, there's, you know, there's tweaks, there's adjustments, there's character changes. And yeah. I just love these characters so much. I don't know if I want to go back to what they originally were. Cause there might be some differences. I don't know if I want to read Rex explode without Jason Manzuka's voice in my head. Cause that's how I see it. And that's how I want it. <laughs> we shall see. I'm definitely going to read it. I mean, I, 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 I oh, of course mis- I will too. Yeah. Mistake on my level of of not reading it from the beginning. Of course, I, I didn't read, like I said, I didn't read comics, but or I wasn't buying comics at that time. My parents were, so I was limited, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse but, me. But, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm intrigued now. I mean, there's a lot of things out there that's coming out, and I have not read, and I'm surprised. Um, and so now I have a lot of reading to do, more than I have now, but... I'm excited to to I'm excited that I get to be surprised these days and that I have um recommendations, you know, and it's not just the same old boring stuff, you know. And I, I'm I'm so happy to see some of this stuff. And yeah, there is a superhero, you know, uh trope out there and there's a show if you, you know, but I'm loving it. So yeah. The the bar is being raised. Like, the superheroes are popular. Absolutely. But they're not going to let the same shit get spewed over and over again. They're going to make it different because Have expectations to. are so high right now. And yep. you put a stinker out there, guess what? The world knows about it in an instant. So there is more critical feedback than there ever has been. And so let the talent keep putting product out there because I'm confident that if it's great, we're going to love it. If it's not, it's going to be fixed right away. Yep. <laughs> so yep. there's very, uh, very small room for error, and I'm, and I'm good with that. Uh, let me ask you this. Was there a character that stood out to you the most that stuck with you? Did you have a character that you really enjoyed? Because mine, obviously, I really liked Rex Blood because he's just fucking hilarious. But well, who stuck with you? Uh, Omni-Man. It was just completely, okay. completely um, just caught me by surprise, I think. I mean, I, I guess I'm used to the home. Like it, it did remind me of the Homelander, um, but just in a in a different yeah. way. Um, Homelander, Homelander had a lot of uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of weird tendencies. <laughs> he had some uh, some some demons growing up for sure. Yeah, um, but I think I was just to see the brutality and the um, someone so strong just destroy everybody. Like he had a chance to just destroy the whole planet himself, you know. So. Um, yeah. And they watch that switch from a parent loving father to a arrogant, monstrous, you know, alien that was like, I don't give two shits about one person on this planet. My job is to come here, dominate, show my son how to dominate, and then we go on to the next planet. And I think watching that switch and then back to, hey, I am a father. I think it was a really good, good uh, experience to watch. Plus, I love J.K. Simmons. I mean, he plays some iconic characters. I love him in Whiplash, and I love him All in State. Um, 
All state. I mean, all state. State. state is that state farm? State farmers. State farmers. Farm. Farmers. Um, farmers he, interest. He's JJ. Uh, 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 he's in Spider Man as. Um, oh yeah, Jonah. JJ Jonah. So I mean, I love him, yeah. and he's and he does that. I love a care. I love an actor that will totally put his voice out there and redo it. I mean, he did the voices in the video games, I think. Um, and he's done. You know. He showed up in Far From Home at the end with no hair. So it was like an alternate version of him. Mm-hmm. So I think I just love that recognition of his voice and that a character that I had never seen. Yeah. I mean, Omni-Man is such a complex character and he does, JK just crushes the role. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's brutally beautiful. And, and we're kind of going into my next question. What's your favorite scene? I'll start with mine. The scene that, or the sequence that stuck out to me was, obviously the final battle between Mark and yeah and Nolan. I mean, father and son. And and one of my favorite parts is when it first, when, when Mark first finds out what Nolan was intending to do and what Nolan's like telling him about how we have to eliminate this weak race so they can properly, you know, grow as a planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, how Thanos can you get? Uh, and he's like, okay, cool. Boom, punches his dad right in the face. Like, no hesitation, punches his dad in the face, which is idle. Like, I was okay, Mark's Mark's heart is in the right place. But that battle ensues to be just incredibly brutal to a point where he's trying to show him how much they are ants, how humankind are ants to them. <laughs> he takes his head and pull, holds it up face first into an oncoming subway. And... They're invincible, so they're sta- they're not moving. The subway is moving towards them and tearing through them, and literally, Mark's face is tearing through human bodies as they f- stand still. And the subway runs past them, and they are in the middle of it, destroying everything in the path. <laughs> where bodies are exploding, you know, fucking the subway is getting rails are bending. They're just breaking all around him, and there's just bloodshed everywhere. And he's he just holds him still in front of an entire subway where. Just be turned turned to a bullet of death, like that was one of the most. And for a cartoon to give me the goosebumps that that scene did, that has never happened to me before. Yeah, that's like the opposite of Spider Man Two, where Peter Parker <laughs> yeah. tries to We're save saving. the. <laughs> He's like the yeah. That's like the op. I thought of that exactly when that came out. I was like, oh, that's the exact opposite of uh, <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man Two. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what it was. It's like they didn't hold back. Like this is what happens, and that's mm-hmm. why it's the boys. You know, it's like if there's this much power, there's gonna be that much death. Yeah, and yeah, definitely happened. What was there? I'm sure that scene obviously stuck in your mind. Was there another scene that stuck out to you? Um, the other scene that I. It's kind of hard because there's kind of a lot of things in there that I thought that were really great. But I, I think the scene where he gets – when Invincible gets tricked into helping clear out an old mob boss and he actually gets beat oh, yeah. up to – that's the first time you see him get beat up. So you know that he's not as strong as Omni-Man and they actually can get destroyed. Um, And obviously you, you watch them – with the Guardians of the Globe get murdered, but you thought Invincible was going to get stronger and stronger and stronger where he couldn't um, be destroyed. And I think this, con- I, like I said, there's some scenes in here that I've been told about down the road in the comic book line. And I think it's kind of, uh, oh, Invincible's kind of a way to sh- surprise you about how, how he's vulnerable, I think. And I think I, that was the first time I saw him be extremely vulnerable and almost die by this freaking half lion man thing, humanoid. Um, and 
watch him just get pummeled. So I think that was a very good scene for me. And he, you know, tried to do something good and he got tricked and then got beat the crap out of. It. And then the Guardians of the uh, the new Guardians of the Globe came through and couldn't barely made it out themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's interesting because like it is, it is a superpower to withstand a beatdown. It's not like he is the most powerful thing in the planet. I mean, he is, but he's he's figuring it out as he goes. And so far, yeah. he's just been getting his ass kicked. And he he has some yeah. little highlights here and there. But it's interesting because you have your heroes, you know, like Iron Man. He never had that phase. He never had that beatdown phase. He was uh, I mean, he got <laughs> he was in that he was in that cave for a hot second. But he got out of there quick, and he has been fucking up people left and right ever since. And it just wouldn't work for Tony Stark's character. You know, you you just couldn't have him get beat down that early like does it work when he gets beat down in the end like close to the end and he comes back absolutely but yeah it, it works for mark's character you know like that persona of heart like he, he, it just works for the character that they wrote right right yeah, yeah there's uh there's a lot of little things like that which i enjoyed i'm i'm ecstatic to read the book i really am. i'm excited to, to see where this stemmed from i mean obviously i love comic books so i'm ecstatic to read like this the the beginning and um and i'm glad that there's since it didn't sell so much in the beginning the trade paperbacks or the hardcovers they're out there so you don't have to like you know a lot of times what will happen is everything will sell out these days and you can't get it for like six months and um but those books are out there so i'm excited for it yes they are yes they mm-hmm. are all right well anything you want to touch on with invincible before we bring our boy tk on to talk about some business no i i mean I, I, I it's a great show i'm enjoying i'm glad there's two more seasons coming on it's on amazon prime amazon's picking up the game i heard they're gonna be the official thursday night football uh well, thursday night been football. There for a little bit but they're official yeah. official now no i more think NFL they're gonna network. take over no more nfl network so um i'm glad to see some great but i think yeah i mean amazon's probably the the corporate devil but again it's really hard to to like hate it when you get good content so yeah no i really enjoyed it what, what's the rating you give it uh i i thought about this for a while and i, I think i'm gonna give it a nine just because i was so oh, surprised i was so surprised I and i think it was because i didn't read the comic so i think that uh it probably helped it probably helped not yeah reading the comic that's 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 how i kind of feel too because i feel like if i was coming here with all the knowledge i'd be my stereotypical critical ass self and start picking things that weren't the same as the comic, which I know I do. Um, But I, I I agree. I give it 9.2. I think this is a phenomenal show. I think that there's a reason that it renewed it for two more seasons, not just one because they're confident. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there's a hundred and how many you say 116, 144 issues. issues, There's going to be so much to come from here. And it's already incredibly like, interesting how they're going about it and the, mm-hmm. and the te- like the stakes are huge and the brutality is unlimited so like i'm stoked man and the characters that they have in this and the voice actors that are on board like this is a big production and i think it's going to keep going that way so that that averages out at a 9.1 uh <laughs> let me see what the rotten tomatoes all right season one rotten tomatoes the critics gave it a score of a 98 percent Wow. The audience gave it a score of a 91%. Wow. What was our score, JR? 
I gave it a nine. And I gave it a nine point two. That lands us at a ninety one with the audience. We are always here for the people and we are consistent with the people and there's no reason not to go watch a show if you haven't already. Even if you've already been spoiled with everything that's going to happen from us, it's going to be worth rewatching because we have overlooked so much. We're talking eight hours of greatness, and these are mm-hmm. just our little highlights and pinpoints here and there. So, uh, great flick. We're stoked for season two. Robert Kirkman out here killing shit. Um, and we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we'll have TK on to talk. Uh, beach day? Welcome next. And we're back, and we have our good friend Thomas Kellogg, TK Ukulele, on the mic to talk to us about his Mother's Day. Thomas, what you been up to, dog? How's your Mother's Day been? I had a great Mother's Day, bro. I went to uh, uh, Palm Springs. No, I you come back not. from Palm Springs. Yeah, I went to Palm Springs. Had some played, did like a jam session with my homies. Hell yeah! I got, I got my wisdom teeth taken out Friday though. Wait, what? So, I got my wisdom t- tooth taken out. This back one Friday. Are you okay uh, to be talking to us right now? Are you on meds right now? Or no? I, you want to know what I did? I did. Uh, they gave me a bunch of meds, but like I took one oxycoding right after and didn't need it after that. I was good. So you've been slanging the rest of them on the corners of the streets. Slanging. slanging. I didn't even take any ibuprofen. Um, I have been taking my amoxicillin, though, because I'm I'm petrified of infection. Good. Smart man. Yeah. So I did that. Everybody ate really well, but I just kind of just kicked it. Um, Picked up my kids today. We hung out. Hung out with their mom, actually. You know, me, my girl, their mom, and and their stepdad. It's like, it was like, Cool little blended thing for a second, you know. It's nice. That is nice. That is it's, nice. It's like you know, you know what I think. I think we're all just part of the same company. Like we all work for the same company. We're all gonna work for this. We all like signed contracts. You know, it's not like it's like an NFL team, but we all have guaranteed contracts. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, lights just went out. The power went out at Thomas Kellogg's place. Uh, this, is, this is why we love TK because there's always a surprise. There's always, always a surprise. Always a surprise. It's ukulele on the mic. Start. We Start good? We good? We good? Anybody die? <laughs> no, we good. I love oh, it. Oh, thank goodness. It, thank goodness. I was, was worried cool. about you, man. You scared me, bro. I was worried about me too. Um. <laughs> It's just good that I came here, took took a walk with the kids, uh, had a I had a salad. I'm I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna try to. I'm doing a hundred push-ups every day for the rest of my life still. Fuck and yeah. I'm gonna try to eat right. I'm gonna wear these cool glasses, like those 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 twelve monkey glasses. Twelve, twelve or monkeys. the fear and loathing. Fear and loathing glasses. Is that what you said the first time? You say twelve monkeys, or did you say something? No, nah, I said nine monkeys, and I said thirteen monkeys, and I said. Took you a second monkeys. to get to twelve. Well, monkeys. I've been drinking mimosas since eleven a.m. So give me a break, all right? Is that it's Mother's Day? Mimosas. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, mimosas. That's drink. I think you drank that last week too when we had uh, brunch. Well, it's a brunch. No, I had Mama Cita. Oh, no, I had Mama Cita. Sorry. Yeah. I had those skinny marks because I'm on a diet and your boy's getting swollen shit over here. I love it. Everybody, like, we're about to be back in public. We're like, shit's about to pop off. 
Let's look good. Let's feel good. I'm, I was, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I was starting to breathe like, cause I was eating so many cheeseburgers. <laughs> You're starting to, God, to breathe, like, just bro, sitting down, breathing heavily. Like, no, but like, well, and during, while I was eating, it would be like, <laughs> you couldn't even eat the burger because you're out of breath. Because like that, and I was so ex- like so just like uh, you're so excited for it. <laughs> kind of cheeseburgers, In and Out burgers. Uh, oh, ooh, that's a I'm good a question. What you go to? Uh, I'm Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. Wow. In-N-Out. Wendy's is the top echelon for you. Wendy's. Uh, hot and, okay. Dave's hot and juicy. Okay. In and Out double double. Oh yeah, yeah. McDonald's quarter pounder. I mean, then we could talk about. I mean, this is fast food. I'm not talking about like the fucking super expensive ones, you know. No, no, we're talking midnight, you know, to two a.m. What's your go-to? Oh, but fourth yeah, yeah. is Del Taco. Fourth, uh, the fucking Del Taco's a sleeper. People don't give Del Taco enough respect, in my opinion. Yeah, Del Taco. If you want a good burger, they got it, and they usually they do two. They do two. Oh, you're talking seconds. burgers. They got burgers at Del Taco. We talking burgers right now. I'm putting yeah. Del Taco's burger at number four. Love it. Oh I love God. it. I grew up on In and Out burgers, so it's kind of hard for me to put anything. In and out, but I uh, think it's whack. If I'm being honest, when it's kind of whack, what's wrong with you? I don't know what is wrong with you. What, what don't you like about it? Uh, I think that it's the prestige. I think that you go into it because everybody talks it up like this is gonna be the, the burger that changes my life. And, and you had it and it didn't change your life, but what about it didn't change your life? Um, it was a burger, man. I don't know. I think that I had high, I vaulted my expectations past where they could be and i feel like something wrong with you (laughs) oh there's a lot of several things wrong with me i think that also it's just a burger man like i don't know if i've if i even didn't have vaulted expectations if i'd have that burger and just like this is what i've been looking for my whole life i mean it's got crispy lettuce i mean it's like oh dude Bro, they're fresh lettuce is what changes my life animal style you get you know grill i mean it was just uh, animal I mean, style fries. So I will. I will get get on board with the animal style fries, and the secret menu is legit. I, and I'm not saying it's a bad burger. I'm just saying I don't think it's the goat. I'll like give you that. I'll, I, just, I I put Wendy's above it, but I will say it is a. It's it's damn near perfect burger. It's damn near a perfect burger. I have to agree so with TK. I, we're up here in Seattle, Oregon, as you like to call it, TK. And uh, locally up here, are you, we have... Are you watching Nine Monkeys, motherfucker? Throwbacks, <laughs> I love it. Uh, there's a place called Dick's Burgers up here. And Dick's Burgers is kind of a local legendary establishment that's just like In-N-Out. It's just locally in Seattle. They're open until like fucking four or three okay, or whatever. I'm, we're talking chains, bro, because there's a TK Burger down here. Like, okay, I'm not just saying delish. that. I'm talking about what? You have a burger? There's a TK burger down here that's fucking hella good, too. Delish? Well, if there's a TK burger, where's that at? That's, there's like, it's like Newport and oh. Costa Mesa. It's the name of the establishment is a TK burger, not the burger itself. I thought you had like your own menu item. There's a place called the TK burger, TK burger, and it's fucking great. But, okay. I, I mean, I might put that above, I'll put that forth. Okay, so okay. so major chains, you're putting that up, and, and I respect everything you're saying, and I think that I'm being a little particular, <laughs> but that's. I guess I was going it's into Jordan, normal Jordan, being super particular. Like yeah, particular yeah. slash elitist. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I've had this no, just elitist. You can take the particular out. 
Okay. <laughs> We're good. No, no, I think that that's what what shade what what, what jaded me a little bit on the internet because I'm like, dude, I've had two a.m. burgers that are better than this. But you're right from a from a chain standpoint to have that consistency deserves its respect. And I will because, ask you this. Yes, let's hear it. No, it's because of what? Sorry. It's because their menu is so small. It's the yeah, best it's part. Simple and consistent. I it's consistent because it's and, and, they're only making those. They ain't making fillet of fishes. They ain't doing the chicken shit. You know, burgers yep. and fries yep. and shakes. I mean, I have so many stories growing up, going to high school, meeting all your friends at In and Out Burger. I got pantsed at In and Out Burger with my shrimp trunks. So the world <laughs> saw my ding dong. At least the world in that In-N-Out Burger at that time. Is that when you got into comics? Is that when you recluse into your parents' basement and started reading comics? Oh, I was, I was fine. D- there it is. Happy <laughs> birthday, but you know, whatever. Happy I don't birthday. care. Happy I, I have so birthday. many. I have so many great memories of In-N-Out Burger. I haven't been back to California since 2017, but when I went down, I think I had it four times in a day, and plus Mexican food wow. down there. Wow, bro, that's <laughs> unhealthy. I will say White Castle can suck my dick. I've been to White Castle. It is not as cool as I thought it would be. I've only had the frozen White Castle. Oh, vibe. And you eat that with a bunch of And the frozen White Castle actually is just as good as the real White Castle, which is the sad part, in my personal opinion. But I will will ask you this. So Wendy's is the top, and I actually don't disrespect that. I don't don't hate on the square patties. But have you had their breakfast? Yes. Very good. What are your thoughts? It's a very good breakfast. Top? What's your favorite fast food breakfast? Because I think the breakfast baconator, even though it is a coma waiting to happen, <laughs> it's it's hard to top, man. It's it's impressive. The white cheddar sauce on there with the sausage patties and the bacon. The white cheddar sauce is what probably that makes you feel that way because it is a saucy sauce. Oh, it's and it's heavy. It's heavy. Saucy sauce. Jack in the box breakfast is the best. Ooh. The J-Box breakfast. Because they okay. got, like, you know how they have their sourdough jacks? They got a, just a sourdough fucking egg, egg, ham, and cheese thing. And it's... And it's 24-hour breakfast, and, which is... And it's 24-hour breakfast. Yeah. I, I, I think that I think that Taco Bell breakfast is, is slept on, personally. I think that breakfast crunch wrap hits, and people won't give it the respect crunch it deserves. Crunch wrap. I have not even dabbled. I'm very particular yeah. with breakfast, that breakfast. Crunch wrap. Breakfast. Crunch wrap. You have a hash. It sounds brown. like it has bones in it or something. Follow me on this. Follow me on this. You have a hash brown. Okay. You have eggs. You have sausage, bacon, or carne asada. You have Ooh, carne asada from Taco Bell. Steak, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't get the steak. Don't, I'm not. I'm not a psychopath. But you have hash brown. You have eggs. You have your. You have your protein. You have your cheese, and then you have a little <laughs> bit of a hot cheese sauce, all wrapped in a tortilla, and then <laughs> seared on both sides. Serve right. it up with some hot sounds sauce. like butt squirts to me. That's what of it sounds like. Of course, it's butt squirts. You're not looking for butt squirts. I in can't. Your record? No. <laughs> no. If I don't spray paint the porcelain, then what am I doing here? Come on, dude. Did you actually shit? If you if you did, yeah, yeah. Saucy got the butt squirts. They probably drinking that night all day too. Probably. <laughs> of course, you only go to fast food breakfast if you're hungover or if you're still up. Those are the two oh. reasons you go to fast food breakfast. Unless it's J-Box, it's 24 hours. All right. Moving on from uh, Bud Squirt Central. Thomas, you've been up to a few things in the past couple of weeks since we last talked to you. But there's one business venture that we want to discuss. And that is the new beach day attire you have on your website. What what are the people out there looking for and getting from our guy, TK Ukulele? 
So I'm in the towel business now, gentlemen. Uh, want to buy a towel? Want to buy quarantine's quarantine's getting over. You know, everybody's getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We're going back to the beach. We've been going to the beach. Wow. Um, Did you I ask? I, I make no money off these motherfuckers. I make no money off this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, yeah. so uncomfortable in the best way right now. <laughs> I feel so close to your genitals. I make so no close. fucking money off those. I just want people to have them. I may, I might make 80 cents per one. You They're can fabulous. Get it here. Love it. Oh, okay. TK Club. So he's going to hold it there for our video listeners, which doesn't really make sense, video listeners, but it's going to be on our video. We'll drop that. So I know you can scan it. This is a QR code that takes you to your website. And what is on this website? On this website is a, a link to buy the towels, okay. my music videos, my okay. song, and a way to book me. Let's book. I'm, I'm trying to do a motherfucking world tour. I'm trying. If you are in the Orange County, LA, or San Diego area, and you are a bar, and you will give me. $250, I will go to your bar and I will play that night. Did you just decide that number right now? Or I just it seemed like you thought number. about it. <laughs> All I was right. going to say 200 and I was going to say 300. I'm just like 250 is enough. And that's right a 90 minute show. 90 like, minutes, 250 bucks. You'll come to a bar in the LA, San Diego, Orange County. Well, Orange County area. Okay. So not, not Seattle, Oregon. You're not coming up here. If you pay me to go down there, if, if, all right, if you can get me down there, pay for my flight and give me like a place to stay and then uh, get me like three places that'll give me $300 so I can walk away with like $750. Yeah. I will do that. Okay. So what about if you just want to come out and hang out with me and JR because we're, we're buds now? I mean, I'm down for that too. I do have, ki- <laughs> I have kids. I have kids. I have a lot of stuff I got to do. But like, so sure, like t- my friends... And all my friends know this. Like, if we're hanging out, we we making something together, you know? Love it. Right. Speaking of making something, you just dropped a new fucking music video. What? what? Yeah. Direct, directing a music video. Bitches right? with internet. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Dumb bitches with internet. Yeah. Yeah, come on now. What's that called? That? Fuck, what is that music called? Superman uh, 2. Superman 2. Come on, dog. I'm out here a bigger fan than you are. That was a great video. <laughs> Thank you very much. Did you watch the other videos we did? I've seen a couple of them already, yeah. But I yeah, watched they, that one that just came out. They were on TK Live, man. Those guys are... They're my homies, dude. And we're like... We're doing a lot of stuff in the background right now. We're going to try to write a movie. Um, we're trying to write a movie. And we're trying to get on the show The Floor is Lava. Did you watch that show? Oh, oh yeah. I know what The Floor yeah. that is. I'm not sure if that is what floor that is. I know what floor that's filmed on. I would love to see you guys on that. You guys would crush that. That'd I be mean, hilarious. I, I, it'd be so fun. We'd, I think we'd kill it, too. Well, my brother actually bought a towel from you, um, and he's wondering when he's going to get it because he's he's impatient. When did he order it? Uh, when you were alive, when you were promoting those towels. He, he ordered one of them. Yeah, my shit took a week or something, like a like week or two. Okay, okay. But it should be, should be coming then soon. And so if I go to that website that you just put up there, I can order one right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting right. for people to get them. I'm, I'm stoked for people to get them. And if anybody has any trouble with it or something like that and Art, like, is not getting them, uh, I'll, hit them I'll hit up the company that's doing it because it's all drop shipping. I'm not 
Oh, no, he just ordered it. So he's he just, but I, I'm on your website. So just for the listeners that aren't watching, it's tkukulele.club. You go to the website, and right there on the front is Goddamn Glory. This is your boy laying there naked with a ukulele and socks <laughs> and a sailor hat. And you click shop now. So I click the link, and I'm then like, I go to I'll, add to I'll cart. Show, I'll show him it, bro. Well, I'm oh, going to show that this shit works. Watch this. I'm going to just trust me. <laughs> I trust you, dog. I, I know it works. Right now. I know it works. I just scanned it from your uh, your feed and with my iPhone. So there's no excuse for no one to not scan it. Um, and you should be able to go right to the website. And you should book TK because um, not only will he be there, but we'll definitely be there if we can get down south. Um, oh, hang out. We even oh, we're coming to-, to hang out whether he likes it or not. That's oh yeah, it's my website right here. Oh, here's one love of the videos. Here's my website. Marshall Malone, dude, my homie, true homie, made this. That's really good. I like it. I love it. It's good. All right. Well, I am proceeding to PayPal so I can order this towel. All right, man. I'm really excited for other people to get it because I want to see people with the towel. Like, if you get the towel, please. Post it, post it on Instagram, you know, or post it or put it in your story and I'll repost or I'll, I'll yeah. give you shout outs, baby. Yeah, go to tkukulele.club, get one of these towels because it's glory, and then post with at tkukulele and at Hop Heroes so we can double share and get TK's naked body out there to the universe where it belongs. Go to the beach with towel. it. It's a piece hang, of work. Hang out at it's the just, beach and enjoy it. It's art. Go to the fucking beach with it. Go to the fucking beach. Put it over your shoulders. Walk down to the water. Put it down. You know, use it. That's what it's for. Amen. That's what I made it for. Love it. it What's the material like on that towel? It's soft as fuck. (laughs) Just, I bet it is. I bet it's just like your soul, man. Oh, God. Soft as fuck. What are we going to see? You want to snuggle up with that? What are we going to see? You never know what, what, what. Appendage, you're gonna see. It when you around <laughs> it. Oh, oh, I love God. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you look, you, you look so good right now. Uh, I feel like you're about to give uh, a prayer to the baby Jesus over a little <laughs> <laughs> cradle. What, what, what we got coming though? You got, I see you got the ukulele busted out. What, what, uh, what hot fire you about to drop on our listeners here? Oh, so. I don't know if anybody has heard about this, but I'm electric now. Love amps. I love amps. Amplifiers. I love amps. This is I Amp Talk with Jordan JR. We love amps. We're all about amps. You can visit us. Not, not the music, but the energy drink. The Mountain Dew energy drink. We're big fans. Oh, that'll give you squirts, too. Drink that. <laughs> yeah, in the best way. The Mountain Dew amps, dude. Those energy drinks. Those are my go-to for a little bit there. Them full throttle. All right, TK, I want to challenge you. I got four albums for you to choose from. I got four albums for my parents today for Mother's Day. And I want you to know if if you know any song by these four bands. We got ACDC. We got Bon Jovi. We got the Allman Brothers. And we got the Cars. We'll go Bon Jovi. What are you thinking? Oh, baby. Show me what you got. I I just wanted you to narrow it down to one of those. So if you got a Jovi song for us. This is for my mom out there. This is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, mom. She's a big fan of you, TK. She listens to the, every episode. Your mom is the best. Um, she actually said your voice was oddly sexual and she was into it. But 
That's just that's just my that's how my mom is. That's how she is. <laughs> Put yourself out there. Tell her. Hope that doesn't make you uncomfortable. It makes me oddly more comfortable. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is an old, this is a deep cut, Bon Jovi. A deep Jovi cut. She's going to love this shit. I can't wait. She knows this one. She's cool in my book. This one, this song, this Bon Jovi song goes out to Terry. Now I'm drowning in the flood. See, I've always been a fighter, but without you, I give up. I can't sing a love song not the way it's meant to be. Well, I guess I'm not that good anymore. Always by Bon Jovi. I have no idea what song that is. Oh, you got to get the uh, Crossroads album. It has all that stuff on there. You know know what's bullshit about buying vinyl is you never know what albums to get. And I went to the vinyl store on Saturday. Shout out to High Voltage in Tacoma, my favorite shop. They, oh, they, they, I had this album and it says Shot Through the Heart as one of the songs. So I'm like, dope, Shot Through the Heart. And you're to blame. Yeah. You'll give love. Not that song. It's a different song by Jovi. That's you give love a bad name is the is that song. <laughs> and shot through the heart is a different song. And how the fuck is a non-Jovi? I mean, I was just I was upset. But you know that's what? That's besides marketing. the point. That's besides the point. That's just bad songwriting. Absolutely. Um. Well, that's pretty much all we got for this week's episode. I mean, we got we got Invincible out there. We talked about Rainier Seltzer. We got TK's towels. TKUkulele.club. His kids now in the garage saying, what's up? TK, anything you want to put out to the world there before we sign out? No, I got to go, but it's always fun talking to you guys. And yes, if I do a show, come on out. We'll hang out. Be cool to just kick it with you guys. I can't wait to go to fucking Comic-Con with you guys. Dumb bitches are coming out to Comic-Con. We're all going out to Comic-Con. You're coming with us. I'll see you there, man. crew. So for Airbnb, you just want to put like an air air mattress in that garage and me and JR will crash or what? We'll, we'll pay. Here? I mean, if you got Airbnb going, I'm just trying to give you a business. This is San Diego. I think it's quite a ways. It's like, yeah, just go to just fucking get an Airbnb in San Diego. I'm going to get an Airbnb in San Diego. I'm going to. All right. All right. We'll figure one out together then. We'll do that. But thanks for coming Sleep on, on the dog. beach with your beach towel. Screw that. Fuck yeah. All right. Later, TK. See you, my friend. Thanks for coming on, big dog. Oh.
Fucking TK. All right. Well, I love that's TK. all we have for uh, this week's episode. JR, who you want to plug before we head out? Uh, Action City Comics, like always, is one of our biggest supporters um, out there. Uh, we're going to get more supporters, but right now, Action City definitely has put their name out. Um, and if you're looking to read Invincible, Ew. go get the uh, the con- uh, the Complimentium, which is a third of the story of Invincible, and it's a big, thick book here. If you're not, if it's an audio, um, and it's just, they have one through three volumes, um, pick that up at, at, at your local comic book store or go to Action City Comics, and they have them, and Doug is on it about getting the story on the shelf, the invincible, because it's flying off the shelf and he's constantly trying to keep up there. So that's your best chance. And uh, say hi. The other thing that we're going to do with uh, Action City Comics is uh, we're, we got a code. So if you're a listener here and you need some comic books, show up to Action City Comics and reference uh, Hop Heroes Pod and you'll get 10% off your first purchase off of selected items. Um, we're starting that this week, so go do that. That's fucking dope. Yep, go say hop here. I was just like, dude, I'm not like good friends with them yet, but I really want to be. Uh, but I know Jordan from Hop Heroes, so give me that discount. <laughs> and they will say Hop Heroes Pod. Nope, you could say Jordan, and they'll give you a 10.1 percent discount because that's how important it is. Um, no, but yeah, at Action City Comics on Instagram and Twitter, as always, find us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Go to Action City and drop that Hop Heroes code to get some discounts. Nothing wrong with that. And if you have any requests that you want to hear, whether it's a show, a comic, a story, uh, email us at hopheroespodcast at gmail.com, and we would love to do something that you guys are passionate about because we obviously are doing this for you out there, Hopheads. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you all next week.